It's time for high school basketball. This state tournament basketball broadcast on News Channel Nebraska Radio is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Now let's go live courtside in Lincoln for state tournament basketball action. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the 2023 semifinals of the Boys State High School Basketball Tournament from the Devaney Center in Lincoln. Doug Duda joined once again by Will Reynolds of the Hastings Tribune as we bring you the second of the C2 semifinals between the Broncos of Amherst and the Trojans of Tri-County. Both these teams had a little uh, work to do yesterday just to get out of the first round for Amherst. They had a 14-point first-half lead before falling behind by 10 in the second half and then rallying to force overtime against Norfolk Catholic and then going on to win that basketball game by a score of 57-49. to Then in the nightcap, Donovan Trumbull had the lead for most of the ball game, at least until the fourth quarter, and then a 26-7 fourth quarter for Tri-County easily overcame that four-point deficit and they went on to pick up the win by a score of 56-41. to Amherst in the semifinal for the second consecutive year. Lost to Grand Island Central Catholic last year for Tri-County. They are in the semifinals. Once again, trying to make the championship game for the second time in school history and the first since the runner-up in 1988. Neither one of these programs has won a state championship, and they have had limited success just to get down here. Of course, Tri-County back there in 1988, that's when they lost to Chubbuck Peacock and the thrilling Atkinson West Holt boys basketball team. Well, uh, before we take a look at what has happened already here today, Will, uh, let's take a look at what uh, happened with these two teams yesterday. I mean, this easily could have been Norfolk Catholic and Donovan Trumbull. Yeah, absolutely. You talked about how Norfolk Catholic kind of, uh, you know, uh, or sorry, Amherst kind of, you know, flipped the script late there. Uh, Norfolk Catholic was leading that ball game in the fourth quarter. Uh, Amherst got some big shots out of some kids. Uh, Tage Hadwiger, you know, specifically had a, had a few buckets late that got him to overtime, and then Austin Adelung had a huge uh, bucket to open overtime to kind of seal the deal for the Broncos. And then, you know, you look at, uh, at Tri County yesterday against Donovan Trouble. You know, they got all they could get out of Carter Sims, and he had a 30-point ball game. But uh, Donovan, it was more kind of about their collapse in that fourth quarter and kind of what uh, Tri-County did against them defensively to, uh, to you know, send them home with a loss to end the season. I think the thing to me is fatigue, legs. If this game is close again, going deep into the second half, I mean, neither team used a lot of bench down the stretch in their ball games. And as we said with Sims, He's 30 points. A lot of them look at them as a one-man team, which they're not. Bale's got a good fourth quarter out of them as well. And then it won't be as big and as a physical team as Amherst saw yesterday. But how can they kind of withstand it if it's another grinder down into the fourth quarter? Yeah, you're just going to have to trust what you have out there. And, uh, you know, Amherst experience down here, that's going to play, you know, a factor. Tri-County's in their first semifinal in 35 years. You know, no, no one here has, was involved with that when that happened. So, um, you know, a great uh, achievement for that program. And uh, it's going to be a, a new experience for these guys down here. And, and they're going to have a tough test. It's going to be, a, I'm expecting a back-and-forth battle. It's going to be, I think, uh, a battle of, of Sims. And, uh, and maybe, you know, a little bit of Bales, obviously what he did yesterday. 
and uh, Amherst has, you know, I think multiple weapons that they can go to, but uh, rebounding is going to play a big factor, I think, in this ballgame. I think all in all, something that won't be said out loud around the camp, coaches won't say this, I think it's a better matchup for Amherst today than the one they had yesterday. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Norfolk Catholic was very physical, uh, big rebounders. You had, you know, Cade Peeper in there. You had Finnessy, um, you know, both those guys, double-digit rebounds. So Amherst, you know, I think they're, they're going to be favored in this matchup. You know, they're the higher seed, I guess, you know, if you go off of those numbers. But... Um, you know, their style of play, I think, uh, matches up really well with Tri-Counties. Tri-County, the only team to beat Freeman this year, albeit they are 1-2 and two against them. Freeman is in the state championship game once again after a 63-45 win over Cedar Catholic in Class B. Omaha Scud had to really claw just to hold off Crete, who was down double digits and lost by only two. Scott 57 Crete 55 in C1. It'll be a rematch of last year's state championship game. Auburn able to clip Omaha Concordia 54-53 and send them to the consolation game again this year. And Ashland Greenwood absolutely shut down Ogallala almost embarrassingly 50-20. Ogallala was scoring 70 points a game. They scored 20 today. So Ashland Greenwood beat Auburn in last year's championship to deny them four in a row, but Auburn is now in the finals for the fifth straight time. And in D1, North Platte St. Pat's, who beat Loomis in the championship game last year, edged Dundee County, who eliminated Elm Creek in double overtime, 43-40, to and they'll get Johnson Brock, who came back to beat Maywood Hayes Center, 48-40. Those are the games that will start our day tomorrow. When we come back, we'll look at the starting lineups. We do want to tell you that our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Just like yesterday, a clean slate. Both teams are ready to go, and that's the best news we can have. The starters are coming your way in a moment here on ESPN. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. And as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. The starting lineup for these two teams, the same as it was yesterday for the Trojans of Tri-County, number one. Six-foot-one-inch senior is Carter Sims. Averages 18.5 points, 6.5 rebounds a ball game. Number three, six-foot junior, Caden Bales. Eight points, four rebounds a game. Those two combined for 47 of the 56 points yesterday for the Trojans. Number 10, 5 foot 10 inch junior is Braden Strofe. He averages four points and two rebounds. Number 15, 6'3 senior is Andrew Sass. Six points, three and a half rebounds. And number 20, 6'6 senior, Chris Jansen. He averages seven points and four rebounds per basketball game. The head coach of the Trojans is Jeremy Sims, assisted by Reese Henneberg. They are 24-4 and on the season. They did lose to Freeman in the sub-district final, but went on to beat Wakefield in the district championship, and they come from behind 56-41 win yesterday over Donovan Trumbull. As we said, their fourth-ever trip to the state tournament, 
and they have been in the finals one time where they were the runner-up out of the Pioneer Conference. For the Broncos of Amherst, number one is 5'10", junior Austin Adelung, 10 points, one rebound a game. Number three, six-foot senior Nolan Elo, 14 points, two and a half rebounds a game, and he led the way yesterday for Amherst with 23 points. Number 11, 6'3", junior is Carter Riesland, 6.5 points, 6 rebounds. Number 21, 6'2", senior Scout Simmons, 9.5 points, 5 rebounds. And the leading scorer is number 23, 6'3", junior Tage Hadwiger, 15 points, 7.5 rebounds a game. The head coach is Eric Rippett, assisted by Les Adelung, Jalen Heiser, and Nathan Lother, 25-1 on the season. The only loss to York, who is playing right now in the Class B semifinals. They beat Central Catholic and Donovan Trumbull in the sub-districts, Hershey in the district finals, and yesterday got the win over Norfolk Catholic in overtime. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll hear from head coach Eric Rippon next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. And we're back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show with Eric Rippon, head coach of the Amherst Broncos. Coach, less than 24 hours. Here we are in the state semifinals. What was recovery like for the boys last night after that uh, strenuous game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I told the boys coming into this, if we win, we're going to take, you know, a couple ice baths, you know, to kind of recover because I knew we were going to be pretty beat up after that game yesterday. Um, and so we got back to the hotel, and we put our top guys, you know, um, into about a 10-minute ice bath and just tried to recover, and then we just kind of tried to relax as much as possible. Um, you know, we had a little sit-down talk, you know, just about some things and about the game, you know, last night and then about Tri-County a little bit, um, you know, and then we kind of just let the boys be boys and just go hang out and, you know, enjoy this little experience. And us coaches got to work and um, watched a lot of film, got a scouting report ready, and then um, this morning got up and started getting down to business. What did you tell the boys in that talk last night about winning the game yesterday and, and, and coming away with the victory? You know, again, I just told him I was really proud. You know, last year, you know, it kind of happened the same way when we played Norfolk. We got up, you know, big. They made a push. We got down, and then last year in the third and fourth place game, we kind of just said, you know, it is what it is. You know, last night we were fighting for our life, um, you know, and um, I think, you know, just that motivation of playing for Talon, you know, kind of just pushed us through. and. Um, we said we weren't going home without a state championship or a chance to play for a state championship. And, um, you know, we got it to overtime, and that's what the boys just said. You know, Coach, we got this. Um, and that's what we did. So, um, you know, we give ourselves a chance today. Well, obviously, we watched Tri-County yesterday. Almost a one-man show, but they had a huge fourth quarter just to beat Donovan Trumbull. What's your impressions of uh, Tri-County? Yeah, uh, Carter seems is a very good player. Um, you know, he's kind of a multi-dimensional guy to where he can go left and right, really likes to go left, can knock down the jumper, but really likes to get to the hole um, and use that spin move. So we're going to have to have guys that are ready to go. We're going to run some different guys at him, um, you know, to keep guys fresh. Um, Keegan and Riley will be able to come off the bench a little more today and kind of run them at him, you know, to give guys blow. But we're going to have to stay out of foul trouble and have to take some charges. You know, if we can get him on the bench, then um, we're going to be in business. Where do you have the advantage over Tri-County from your standpoint, offense, defense, 
more, I mean, five, six, seven guys you can use against one. I mean, if we say it's a one-guy team, it's not. But, I mean, he had 30 yesterday, so where do you see your advantage? Yeah, you know, again, I think we're the more complete team. You know, I think they have to worry about all seven guys that we're going to put on the floor. Um, now, again, we have to worry about their guys, too. But I think overall as a group, we have more weapons, more ability to try to get to the paint. Um, you know, Tage is just a tough matchup. Um, and so we're going to really look to utilize him, and then our guys have just got to score the ball on the outside. And finally, uh, how is it different this year, moments before the semifinals, than maybe with this group last year? Uh, you know, a little different opponent. You know, GICC last year was a little bit bigger. This year I feel like, you know, we have the advantage matchup-wise. Um, and just that experience of being down here in a semifinal matchup, I think, is, is an advantage to us. And um, you know, again, we said we weren't going home without a chance to play for a state championship, and that's the motivation that we need in going into today. Well, let's go do it. We'll talk to you afterwards. Appreciate it, Doug. Thank you. And that is the head coach of the Amherst Broncos, Eric Rippon. It's time for basketball. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Once again, the home team, the Broncos, in their white uniform with the checkered red jerseys. The blue with the gold trim for Tri-County. Hadwiger will jump it up here against Jansen, who is 6'6". And we are ready for the 2023 state semifinals. The ball's in the air. Hadwiger got the early jump. And it will be Amherst moving from left to right as you listen along the radio dial. Tri-County from right to left. Scout Simmons will just dribble it at center court. Usually they try to attack right off that tip. But they want to see what Tri-County's doing. Uh, defensively here. They overload the right side. Riesling gets it down to the low block. There's Hadwiger. He's going to turn around and have his shot blocked by Carter Sims, and Sims took it away. Maybe trying to get an early one on Carter. He'll bring the ball up the basketball court, and a man-to-man defense, of course, will be played here by the Broncos. They'll get it to Carter Sims. Elo on him. Goes left and right. Down the middle of the lane, and Hadwiger returns the favor. Taves blocks the shot. Picked up here by Elo. Numbers not there on the runout. Gives it back over on the left wing. Here's a three-pointer by Scout Simmons off the rim. No good. Caden Bales will pull down the rebound. And we're off and running here in the C2 State Semifinals. With the basketball, the Trojans into the hands here of Sass. A lot of drive and dish. A lot of threes and a lot of layups. That's what Tri-County lives on. There's not a lot of jump shots from 8 to 15 feet out there for this Trojan team. That's the scouting report that we've seen and heard a couple of times as Sims backs into Elo. Lost it, had to come back and get it and does. Over to Caden Bales. Back to Sims on the left wing. Off the screen. He's going to step up and under. A little seven-footer. Rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Carter Riesland. Outlet pass right wing. Trying to get to the hoop. Ball knocked out of the hands of Elo. And it's stolen away. Good defense down there by Caden Bales. And Amherst will turn it over. Now Elo's got to make sure not to get an El Cheapo foul. Trying to come back. Sims 360 into the lane. No good. Over the back on Tri-County. No call. Rebound brought down by Jansen. Out for a three-pointer. That's no good by Stroff. And now they will get the over-the-back foul on Tri-County. Foul will go on Chris Jansen. He got away with it the first time, but not the second time. Yesterday, we didn't have a foul buffet in the Amherst game, and that just allowed it to get a little more physical as the game moved along. Scoreless here in the first two minutes. Riesland has it at the top of the circle. Jansen's on him, hands it off to Simmons. Sees a little room, got bumped by Jansen. Kicks it in the corner to Adelung. Spread the floor, Hadwiger, deep three, top of the key. It's short, no good. Ball hits the floor, but Andrew Sass has the rebound, and Amherst has missed their first few shots of the basketball game. They start dropping threes. It gets into a big lead in a hurry. 
but neither team has scored here in the first 215. The one difference I think here, Will, is that you've got five scores as we get another three up there that's off the mark. No good by Stroff and the rebound by Hadwiger. I think you got five scores for Amherst. You do not have that for Tri-County. No, it, it's clear that Sims is going to have to go. Bales is going to have to go. Elo puts up the three. It's off the heel. No good. Gets deflected out to Austin Adelung. Backside drive. Elo again off the window and in. And it takes a little while, but Nolan Elo is able to get the first bucket of the ball game. And it's 2-0 Amherst. 5-10 to go here in the first quarter of play. On the weak side with it is Strofe. Already missed a couple of threes. Sims hasn't been able to get on track. He's missed a couple of shots early on. On the right wing, Bales. Back up top is Strofe. Sims is actually down on the block. Now comes out in the left-hand corner to take it. Elo's done a great job here in the first three minutes defensively. Rotated around right side, Strofe. Bounce pass back out top to Sass. Now the weak side driving on Simmons is going to be Bales, a little one-hand runner. And again, it's not a jump shot. The rebound brought down by Elo. Outlet pass. Tri-County has a habit, and in some instances, I'll call it a bad habit. He could take a two-hand jump shot. Nobody's on him. Instead, they watch TV and think they got to throw up the one-hand floater, and it bounces off the rim. No good. Here's Elo into the paint. He'll drive, get fouled, reverse layup. No, but he'll go to the line and shoot two. And maybe that's the old get-off-the-lawn guy right there yelling at him. But Caden Bales gets the foul, his first team second. Well, I think sometimes it's just a, like throws your shot off balance a little bit. You know, you, you kind of get up in the air, you have that two-hander, but then you go with the one, and maybe it you know arcs your shot to the left or the right. So Elo, again, the leading scorer yesterday, but really wasn't much of an offensive factor down the stretch because he had 21 of his 23 in the first three quarters. And Elo knocks it down, and we had... A, Quite a chat with Eric Rippon a couple of times here in the postseason about Nolan and just taking it by the range and going. Second free throw. That one's in and out. No good ball. Tip. Riesland trying to get it away from Sass but can't quite get the job done. And Andrew Sass will have it here for Tri-County. And Tri-County has been shut out in the first half of the first quarter. Remember, they only had two points in the third quarter yesterday. And checking into the ball game is going to be Cameron Reynolds. Over on the right wing, Sims. Sims comes into the paint, kicks it out. Here's a three-pointer by Bales. It's going to be no good. Does not follow his shot. And the man that boxes him out, Scout Simmons, will get the rebound. 3-0 is all we've got here as Adelung drives and kicks it out to Scout to the free-throw line over the right wing, Elo. Nolan back up top to Simmons. Hadwiger hasn't got much of an offensive touch here after the first possession of the ball game. Tri-County's dictating the pace here, which doesn't happen to Amherst very often. Recent at the high post. Ball poked away. It's loose on the floor, but Hadwiger grabs it. Now he'll attack the hoop. Takes the jumper over Reynolds from six and scores. And Tage Hadwiger with his first bucket of the ball game. Amherst five, Tri-County nothing. 3-10 to go here in the first quarter of play on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Into the game is the little brother, Drew Sims, the freshman who's pretty good defensive player from what we saw yesterday, but he's just a little guy. He lists him at 5'9", and they're lying when they say that. Down to the baseline, Reynolds. Back out top, Bales. Bales into the paint, back out to Drew Sims. There's just no driving room right now in the lane for Tri-County. Amherst switching everything and clogging everything up. The defense, the story. Sims drives, kicks it to Drew. He'll try the three. It's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Riesland. 0 of 4 from three-point land for Tri-County. 0 of 3 
for Amherst. Hadwiger skips it over to Austin Adelung. Drew Sims on him. That's senior versus freshman. Austin probably should put the ball on the floor here and try to take him inside, but he does not. He gives it back up to Nolan Elo. Austin's more of a, if I catch it and I'm open, it's going up in a quarter of a second, but not all the time in a half-court set do you see him take it to the rack. Hadwiger off the screen, deep three, got it on that Tage Hadwiger. And timeout, Tri-County. 2-0-3 to go in the first quarter of play of the state semifinals. And it is Amherst 8. Try County nothing. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Klingensmith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds with you here on ESPN and our high school basketball from the state tournament brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you leave the field this season and beyond. And it's still kind of a slow start, but Amherst has shut out Tri-County, so 8 nothing. Looks like the Grand Canyon right now with two minutes to go in the first quarter. Trojans 0 for 8 from the field to start, 0 for 4 from 3, which is what Amherst has forced them to do thus far. So let's see what they drew up out of the timeout. Carter Sims off the screen. He'll take it in the paint. Turnaround jumper comes up short. Hadwiger can't get the rebound. It's going to be grabbed by Sass. They'll get another chance here with Sims. He'll step back and fire a three-pointer. It's no good. And then Amherst fights for it. And between Riesel and Hadwiger, it deflects off of them and out of bounds. Into the ball game during that timeout, Riley Fisher for the Amherst Broncos. 142 to go in the first eight nothing. Tri-County ball underneath their own hoop, looking for their first point of the game. Carter Sims, who had 18 in the first half yesterday, 12 of those in the first quarter against Donovan Trumbull. Drew Sims, five-second count should be on. He got tripped. Yeah, Nolan Elo just got his leg tangled up. That will always be the foul even though the offensive player kind of stepped into him. The foul will be on Nolan. That'll be the first of the game here on Amherst. So Tri-County ball underneath their own hoop. And to throw it in will be Bales. Sims off the screen. Right baseline. Throws it up off the window. No good. The philosophy of throwing enough mud against the wall, some of it's going (laughs) to stick. Nothing has yet for Tri-County. Here's Simmons. Drives and kicks it out to Elo. Back up to the left side of the key. Hadwiger gives it back to Elo. Nolan starts right, uses the ball screen to Simmons. Overload on the left wing. Well, whatever Tri-County's putting on him defensively has messed him up a little bit too as Hadwiger to Simmons, back to Elo. Boy, if they could just bury something here. Down to baseline, give and go. Elo, a verse layup. Beautiful move on the assist from Hadwiger. And Nolan with five, and Hadwiger with five, and it's 10 to nothing, Amherst. 45 seconds to go in the first quarter of play. Drew Sims with it. What will this do to the psyche of Tri-County? When you get shut out in a quarter at the state tournament, Sims going to try and save the day, and he can't get it to go right down the middle of the lane, and it's no good. I think Riesland got the rebound coming out of there with it and handed it off to Simmons. He'll walk the ball up the floor, and in un-Amherst-like fashion, they're going to hold for the last shot. 
Amherst on pace to win 40 to nothing. That'd be okay if you're a Bronco fan. Ten seconds, give and go again. Elo from Hadley. Ooh, go and say it's a block shot. Got it into the corner, though. Three-pointer by Simmons is no good. And that will be the end of the quarter. Tri-County shut out here at the state tournament. Jansen got that block inside, I believe it was. And then the three-pointer wouldn't go from the corner. And after one, it's Amherst 10 and Tri-County nothing. You're listening to the State High School Basketball Tournament brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Experience the landmark difference with the next level of dealer support. Landmark, your local John Deere dealer, continually works to have parts on hand the first time you walk in the door. Our internal route system means we can get the parts to you, typically same or next day, to keep you up and running. At Landmark, we understand time is money. Get more uptime with our after-hours parts and service support on the phone or in the field. Our sales, precision ag, parts, and service teams are ready to serve you this planning season. Stop by your local Landmark today to experience the Landmark difference. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Doug Goodwill Reynolds back with you here in the Carney Tony Repair broadcast booth as we get ready to start the second quarter of play. Tri-County trailing Amherst 10 to nothing. Coming into the right-hand corner, Carter Sims. Now into the ball game is going to be Keegan Killen, and he's going to defend him. So somebody different on Sims. He's posted up on the left block, calling for the ball. Strofe won't throw it to him. Instead, they rotate it right side to Bales. Back up top, they'll come Strofe. No turnovers either for Tri-County in that first quarter. Fight down low between Jansen and Hadwiger. Now a three-pointer on the way. No good. And Sims came in there and won the battle. For the rebound off the Sass miss. And it looks like we will get the foul on Keegan Killen. His first, team second. It will not be on the shot. Each team with just two fouls here so far in the ballgame. And yet again, Tri-County underneath their own hoop. Bales to dump it into the deep right-hand corner here to Sass. Kicks it out of the wing to Strofe. And we have seen, Will, what we thought we saw yesterday the inability of the majority of this Trojan team to score when they aren't making threes, and they miss another one here with Caden Bales. Rebound, Simmons goes coast to coast, got fouled on the way to the rack. He'll shoot two. And it's unusual to see a team that's 24-4 and be as kind of one-dimensional as Tri-County. And again, we've only seen them play twice, but uh, what we have seen here in their first six quarters. The kind of Carter Sims goes, they go. And, you know, like you said, 12 points in the first quarter yesterday, 18 by halftime. You know, they've got zero on the board right now, and he's 0 for 7 from the field, and they've missed seven three-point tries. Sims trying to get things going. Scout Simmons makes the first free throw, and now into the ball game was Cameron Reynolds. He's 6'5", junior, but all he does is kind of play defense. Second free throw up, and it skips out no good. 
Rebound will be grabbed by Jansen. So it's 11 to nothing, Amherst with 7.10 to go here in the second quarter of play. The winner gets Freeman tomorrow afternoon at 4.15. Ball gets away from Reynolds. He had trouble grabbing the ball yesterday. Almost every time against Donovan Trumbull. Strofe over to Reynolds. Back to the free throw line to Jansen. Strofe with it. Trying to get it down to Sims. They do. They double him on a baseline. Has to wrap it into the right-hand corner. Gets it to Reynolds at the free throw line. Back out to Strofe. There's not a lot of movement without the ball by Tri-County. Here's Sims. Puts his head down. Gets tripped. Oh, they're going to call a blocking foul on Amherst. And again, that's only because Sims tried to go between three redwood trees in there. It will not be on the shot. The foul is on Carter Riesland. His first of the team's third. Nolan Elo's going to check back in, and Killen's going to check out after playing the first 90 seconds here of the second quarter. Inbounds pass. Jansen got it underneath the hoop. A turnaround five-footer, no good. The ball got punched out, and a foul going to be called on Tri-County. And it's the second on Chris Jansen. Both of them have been trying to get offensive rebounds. So two fouls on him, four on the Trojans. And Amherst, even though the pace isn't theirs, they can't complain about an 11 to nothing lead. Simmons off the screen of Adelung. Looks for another screen. Back up to Austin. Now he'll fire the three. Austin off the mark, no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Sims. One of six from downtown for Amherst. Again, maybe this is the only thing that's a little concerning, Will, is that it's only 11 to nothing. Amherst by now usually would have 20 points. Well, maybe not quite that, but close to that on the board with the way they're shutting these guys down. But they're not getting steals and transition buckets either. Strofe into the corner to Reynolds. Man, it's got to be getting frustrating for Tri-County. Carter Sims. Elo on him. Tries to spin to the baseline. Runs him over. Kicks it back out top to Strofe. And all that does is allow Amherst to get their defense set up. It's like attacking a press or breaking a press and not attacking it. Shot no good. Ball out of bounds. It's going to be Tri-County basketball. Come down to Reynolds, and it was poked out of his hands, kind of just flailing his arm there with Scout Simmons. And I just know that Donovan Trouble Coach Kellen Burr is, is watching this right now, frustrated, uh, you know, seeing what Amherst is doing to Carter Sims in this Tri-County offense. Kind of what his team could not accomplish yesterday. He, yeah. was, he was surprised hearing that he had 30 points. Yeah, Sims was just throwing it up. and I mean, he took a lot of shots, but he made a lot early. And nothing here. Still Tri-County ball, top of the circle. Reynolds on the left wing. Back up top to Drew Sims. Over to Brother Carter. Ball tipped away and out of bounds as they tried to throw it up top. But it is... I was surprised yesterday and a little surprised today that Tri-County just cannot utilize their bigs. I mean, they've got 6'5", 6'6". They can go to the bench and bring in another big, but they they haven't done much. I mean, even touch the ball. I mean, if if Hadwiger or Simmons has you deed up or Riesland, fine, but just to get a touch down low. And here's Jansen at the top of the circle, and that's the kid I'm talking about at 6'6". Well, and a lot of their role in the offense is to get those seals down low for Carter Sims to get in there for, you know, a two-footer, three-footer, and they haven't been able to do that. Well, there's a lot of times you have a lull in the middle of the game, but 
I don't know if we've ever had a state tournament game where you didn't score in the first 11 and a half minutes. Sims trying to come inside. There's the spin movement. It sets on the rim. No good. Nolan Elo with the great defense in the board up to Hadwiger. Runs the floor. Comes to a jump stop. Runs into Jansen. Fadeaway jumper is good. And that's actually the first field goal of the second quarter for Amherst. And it took him three and a half minutes. It is 13 to nothing Broncos. 4-10 to go here in quarter number one, two. Bales. Tri-County just praying for something to fall. Down to Jansen. Finally on the right block. Takes it up and Hadwiger swats it out of there. Tage Hadwiger with his second block. Simmons pushes it up on the right wing. Scout stops. Looks to kick it back up top. Nolan Elo. Elo off the screen. Forces his way to the hoop. Double clutch. No good. Rebound brought down by Chris Jansen. And Tri-County will walk the ball up the floor. Meant to give you a score from up in Duluth. UNK women are on the verge, and Sims is going to shoot a three and hit it. All you got to do is talk about something else. Carter Sims gets him on the board at the 328 mark of the second quarter. The first point of the game for Tri-County, and it's 13-3. Loper women were down 40-21 to to Pitt State at half. They trail 59-43 with just nine minutes to go in the game. Adelung with it on the right wing. Back up top, Hadwiger starts to drive, spins into the paint. Jansen cut him off, back out to the right wing. Three-pointer Elo is no good. Caden Bales gets the rebound here for Tri-County. Our state tournament basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 2.45 to go, second quarter. It's 13-3, Amherst. Bales in the left-hand corner, dribbles out to the elbow. Off the screen to Sims. Sims steps through with the left-hander off the glass. No good. Ball out of bounds. And they'll give it to Amherst. In the Big Ten Tournament, Purdue a winner earlier today, 70-65. And now Ohio State leading Michigan State 56-50 with four and a half to go in the second quarter. We'll have the evening games of the Big Ten Tournament following the action here. And Coach Eric Rippin has decided to use a timeout here for the Broncos with 2.33 to go in the second quarter of play. It is Amherst 13, Tri-County 3. This timeout brought to you by ENT. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. State basketball action here on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef. Italian heritage breed, Nebraska-raised perfection. Lean, tender, delicious, and it's shipped right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Order it at cpbeef.com. That's cpbeef.com, and that is Certified Piedmontese Beef. Platteview leading York in the second quarter, 32-12. to is the score of that basketball game. A little bit of a surprise on that one. Just like this, it's 13-3. to 3. 
Amherst with a basketball and a 10-point lead. See what they drew up out of the timeout. Reeson brings it into the paint. He's cut off there by Reynolds. Back out top. Give credit to Tri-County. I mean, their defense is good as well to be holding Amherst to 13. Back out top to Fisher, who's in, out of the timeout. Now they isolate Hadwiger. He's going to try and spin in. Double team. Reynolds knocks it away from behind. Then while he's on the floor, we're going to get a foul called on Amherst. That'll be the second turnover for Amherst in Tri-County. Hasn't committed any. They're going to call it on Carter Reesland as he got rolled down to the floor. Four fouls on each team. Austin Adelung will come back in here for Amherst. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats. We'll update you on what else has happened here at the state tournament. And we've got three in a row for you. We'll have both D2 semifinals tonight on the Vibe 98-9. SEM at 6, Shelton at 7.45. Drew sends in the left-hand corner. Back to the top of the circle, Andrew Sass. Back up top, Sims running off a lot of screens. Here's a quarter three for Bales, and it's good. So try counting back-to-back threes despite it taking a while, and it's 13-6 because Amherst is now being outscored here in the second quarter. They've only got three points. Simmons on the right side of the key. Back up top to Elo. Calling for Hadwiger. They want to get a little two-man game going. Tage comes out top. Over to Fisher. Back up top, Simmons. Guarded here by Sass. He'll drive and kick it out. Tage for three at the top of the key. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Sims. Well, remember when I said 11-0, it should have been a lot more. Carter Sims puts it up. If that would have went, I think we would have been in a little brand-new ball game. It did not, and Simmons grabs the rebound. Well, three-pointers are a good way to, you know, an efficient way to get you back in a ball game, and Tri-County's hit two of them here in the last few minutes. It's got to have the lead here. Tri-County coming out and playing man here. A minute to go, and Amherst might be playing for one. Simmons. Guarded out here by Sass, not close enough for a five-second count. Nobody's really moving without the ball, so they're not trying to bait him. 25 seconds to go. Well, easily the fewest points that Amherst has scored in a half this year. Would have never thought this would have been your score at halftime. Hadwinger, top of the key. Here we go with seven. Handed off to Simmons. Simmons with four, swings it over to Elo. Elo puts up the three, it's no good. And again, you take the whole minute, you force a shot. That's usually what happens, but Amherst will have the lead here at the end of the first half of playing. And well, I guess I'm not even sure how to feel right now. Uh, you, you held Tri-County to six, but you've only got 13 yourself, and you didn't score. You had one field goal in the second quarter. I still think you go into the locker room and come out after halftime, you know, thinking this game's 0-0. I mean, it's a seven-point lead, you know, but such low scoring. I mean, this game can flip on a dime. We, you know, we saw that yesterday with the way that Norfolk Catholic stormed back. So um, I think if you're Amherst, you can't get too high, obviously. You've only scored 13 points. You're not, you know, out to a huge lead by any means. And Tri-County's playing just as good as defense as you are. Well, we'll break it all down. The stats won't take too long. Might have a lot of rebounds or something like that. But at the half, in the C2 State semifinals, it's the 25-1 Amherst Broncos leading the 24-4 Tri-County Trojans by a score of 13-6. to 
And we'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on ESPN. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. And welcome back. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime, and this is the correct score. Amherst 13 and Tri-County 6. Over in Class B, as they are getting to halftime, Connor Milligan has 19 points, and they're not to half yet. It's Platteview 38 and York 18. Earlier today at the State Basketball Tournament, two of our finals are set in C1. It'll be a rematch of last year as Auburn will play Ashland Greenwood. Auburn defeated Omaha Concordia by a score of 54-53 to today to advance to their fifth consecutive state championship game. Last year they had their quest for four in a row ended by Ashland Greenwood in a 36-33 final. Of course, Auburn with a lot of history here. Uh, Last year they beat Concordia in the first round. Two years ago they beat Concordia in the semifinals in overtime. And for the third straight year, they beat Concordia. Ashland Greenwood with one of the shockers of the tournament. Not that they beat Ogallala, but that they beat them 50-20. Held them to seven points in the second half. A team that was averaging 70 points a game and was undefeated. So Concordia and Ogallala have the 1 o'clock game in the consolation at Lincoln Southeast. Auburn and Ashland Greenwood at 11 o'clock at Pinnacle. The first game of the day will be in D1 at 9 a.m. as North Platte St. Pat's tries to repeat. They beat Loomis last year. They'll get Johnson Brock. St. Pat's edge Dundee County Stratton by a score of 43-40. to 
and Johnson Brock rallied to beat Maywood Hay Center by a score of 48-40, to so it'll be an old-fashioned rematch between Dundee County and Maywood Hay Center from out in the Nebraska, not Panhandle, but McCook area, and that'll be at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Then Freeman won the first game here by beating Hardington Cedar Catholic 63-45. to They get the winner of this game tomorrow at 4-15. If it is Amherst, we'll have it for you on the Vibe 98-9. And uh, the loser will have to play Cedar Catholic tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. in the first consolation game over at Lincoln Southeast. In Class B, Omaha Scott held on to beat Crete 57-55. They'll get the Platteview York winner tomorrow at 1. Still to come tonight in Class A, at 6 o'clock, Bellevue West against Omaha Westside. Millard North against Gretna at 745. And here at the Devaney, we will have both games in D2. It'll be SEM taking on top seed Wynott. And then Shelton will take on Parkview Christian. Parkview Christian and Shelton are ranked number one and two in the state in almost everybody's rankings coming into the state tournament. Of course, a lot of drama last night in that Shelton comeback over Santee and SEM dumped Osceola. The consolation game in D2 is the final game tomorrow at 3 o'clock. A couple other score updates for you in the Big Ten tournament. Ohio State is going to upset Michigan State. They lead at 67-54 with less than a minute to go. So the 13 seed doing things Nebraska can never seem to do. They did it one time, I guess, and uh, made it into the Saturday session under Tim Miles. But Ohio State Going to get the win there over Michigan State. Purdue came back to beat Rutgers. Still to come, Penn State will be in action at 5.30 against Northwestern. And then the late game will be Maryland taking on Indiana. And we'll have those here on ESPN. For the UNK women, the most tied for the most victories in a single season, and it means squat. They are getting blown out by Pitt State up at Duluth. 69 to 47 with only 242 to go in the game. They had one close win and one blowout win earlier this year over the Gorillas. The Lopers will end the season at 28 and 5. Pitt State will go to 23 and 7 and on to the semifinal round. We'll take a break and be back with the first half numbers here as Amherst leads Tri-County. 13 to 6 on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local, shop Nebraska, shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese Beef, real Nebraska beef. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Bob here from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B, that's where we always go. And the Amherst Broncos return to the court here. Here's a quick look at the first half stats. First off for Tri-County, 
Carter Sims, 30 points yesterday. He has one three-point bucket, three rebounds and a block. Caden Bales has the other three-point bucket, three rebounds. Cam Reynolds a rebound. Andrew Sass, four rebounds. Chris Jansen, three rebounds and a block shot. Zero points for the first 12 and a half minutes of the game. And then those two threes give Tri-County six points, 14 rebounds. They've not been to the free throw line. Two of ten from three-point land. One block. Tri-County has not turned it over in this style of play uh, against what is always a good Amherst defense. And Jansen, the only player, with two fouls. We didn't get to the bonus for either team. For Amherst, Austin Adelung, one rebound. Nolan Elo, five points, three rebounds. Carter Riesland, four rebounds. Scout Simmons, one point, three rebounds. Tange Hadwiger leads the way with seven points, one rebound, and two block shots. Ten points in the first quarter, but only three in the second. 13 points, 12 rebounds. Two out of four at the free throw line. One of eight from three-point land. Two block shots, only two turnovers for Amherst. Carter Riesland has two fouls in the first half. And Will Amherst only had three players score in the first three quarters of the game yesterday. And it's the same three players in Elo, Simmons, and Hadwiger that scored in the first half here today. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, and Adelung didn't score until that overtime, like you said. And um, I, I think they do have to get a little bit more creative offensively. Uh, but Tri-County, you know, to their credits, making it uh, difficult. You know, I, I think if you're Tri-County right now, you have to feel really good with where you're at considering how you started 12 and a half minutes without your first score. I'll be interesting to see if Amherst tries to intentionally pick up the tempo. That's what I'm going to be most interested to see here in the third quarter of play. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located in Sutton. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as we start the third quarter of play. And it will be Amherst Bronco basketball leading it 13-6. to Driving in Simmons out to Adelon. Doesn't get the three away. Strofe on him defensively. Here in the man-to-man. Ball to Austin right in front of us. He'll have to go grab it. 
Try to get it to Hadlinger. Sims anticipated it. The ball knocked away. Turnover Amherst. They've got a two-on-two. Bringing it in, Sims. And we are going to have a layup and the first two-point bucket of the ball game for Tri-County. And let's not forget, Tri-County has scored eight in a row. Elo drives and kicks to Adelung. 4-3. It's good. Big answer there for Austin Adelung. Great timing to knock down just the second three-pointer of the ball game here for Amherst. 16-8. You know, we've been talking basketball, UNK wrestling, and Hastings women wrestling going on today as well at the national tournaments. And Carter Riesland just picked up his third personal foul. Could have went either way. On a drive to the hoop and a lean. And so they're going to bring Riley Fisher in for Carter. That's a that's a big piece. We've talked about it a lot this year. Carter, kind of an unsung hero. He'll pick up a lot of garbage points in there, but he's so good defensively. And Stroke takes a three on the inbound. No good. Jansen just wants to be called over the back. Rebound brought down by Adelung. Two of 11 from three-point land for the blue and gold of the Tri-County Trojans. Hadwiger, top of the key. It's him and Sims working against each other. Elo with it. Top of the circle. Now backs out. Hadwiger takes with a left hand. Sims reaches in. One thing about Carter, he doesn't have a foul yet, so he's going to get aggressive. Into the corner, Simmons for three more, but it's no good. Rebound tipped out and falls into the hands of Caden Bales. 16-8, 90 seconds into the second quarter here. Amherst leading Tri-County. The winner gets Freeman coming up tomorrow afternoon at 4.15. Sims with the basketball, reverse it right side, stroke. Working his way through traffic, actually dribbles into the paint, kicks it into the corner for a three for Sass. It's over everything. And the rebound brought down by Nolan Elo. And then we had a foul. Didn't hear the whistle. That's Jansen's third. Well, we've been talking about him. Every one of them has been on an offensive rebound attempt. He's not trying to block a shot. He's not setting a legal screen. So he's got three and recent have three. And they'll get ready to check in for Reynolds. Driving baseline, ran out of real estate. Is going to be Tage Hadwiger. The ball got away from him. He picked it up, dribbled it, but dribbled it on the baseline. Fourth turnover for the Broncos. Now, Tri-County still without a turnover. And uh, Amherst, I think, to get their offense going is going to have to force some of those, get some transition buckets, uh, get the offense rolling a little bit. Now that is their M.O. And it's not happening here. Little three-man game, little wheel going on here at the top of the circle. Lob it out to Sims. He'll grab it at midcourt. Carter backs in, still backing in on Elo, and then the last time he's going to be called for the travel, and there it is. <laughs> right on cue. The first turnover of the basketball game at the 540 mark of the third quarter. So it took him 12 and a half minutes to score, and it took him 16 17, 18 and a half minutes, basically, for their first turnover. But it was a dead ball turnover, and so no run out. Simmons for three, off the screen, no good. And fighting for the rebound, Hadwiger wants one. He's fighting for it, and he got it. He'll clear it back out to Riley Fisher, and they'll reset it. Boy, Hadwiger almost gnawed their arm off. It was basically Hadwiger against three Trojans inside, and he wasn't going to give up. Simmons to the free throw line. They try to pick and roll. Hadwiger's covered. Adelon got it to Taze. Turn around jumper in the paint. No good. Came up short. Falls right into the hands of Caden Bales. Bales will hustle it into the front court. And Sims now has it out of midcourt. 16-8 Amherst. 
Tri-County on the left wing, Stroh. Back up top, he'll go Bales. I don't have to call it. We'll let the Amherst student section do it. And there's another turnover. Strofe has it picked away by Elo. And then they steal it right back underneath the hoop and score. Caden Bales gets the steal in the bucket. It's 16 to 10 Amherst. 425 to go here in the third quarter of play. Not the first, not the second, the third. Hadwiger drives out to Elo. Quick three. No one can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Keegan or by uh, Strofe. Strofe will get the rebound. And again, there weren't a whole lot of legs in that shot, Will, and I just something I went back to at the beginning of the game, how quickly you can recover from that just absolute physical pounding yesterday that Amherst had. They cleared out. Sims backs in into the corner. Another three by Sass. It's a round and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Riley Fisher. Up the floor, trying to hustle it back. Down to the baseline. Fisher got behind the basket. Throws it all the way out top to Elo. Tried to get something going there, but it was two on five. Fisher gets it inside to Hadwiger, up to Elo. Nolan, all five of his points in the first quarter. Ten in the first quarter, only six points in the last 12 and a half minutes for Amherst. Tri-County has more. 16 to 10. Top of the key, Elo. They isolate him one-on-one. Tries the right side of the lane. He's going to draw the foul on Cam Reynolds, who slid over to try and take away the block on the right side. So for Cam, that will be his first personal foul. Second team foul of the half here on Tri-County. And a rare free throw attempt. No free throws have been attempted by Tri-County. Simmons and Elo have each been there once. Nolan one of two. He'll put the first free throw up here, and it's no good. Short. Yeah, to your point about legs and fatigue, not only was it an overtime game, but it was a very, very physical overtime game with Norfolk Catholic. Second free throw for Nolan. And this one's on the way. Too strong. Missed them both. Ball tapped out by Hadwiger. It's loose. Simmons tries to save it in. He does, but nobody grabbed it. Hadwiger came into the corner right in front of us here. Deep left. But out of bounds it goes. And that's a timeout going to be called now by Tri-County. They're going to use their second 30-second timeout. With 3.11 to go here in the third quarter of play, this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. It's Amherst 16, Tri-County 10. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds back with you here on KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at News Channel, Nebraska. Out of a Tri-County timeout, Drew Sims comes in as a substitute, hands it off to Brother Carter, who hands it off to Bales, who comes to the free throw line, Sims. 
Still in there is going to be Reynolds and Sass. Carter Sims with five points in the game. Gets it into the right-hand corner. Bale starts to drive. Back out to Reynolds. And we'll restart it again against this tight man-to-man defense for Amherst as they get Keegan Killen into the ball game. Remember, Riesland's on the bench with three fouls. Sims into the paint. Nice pass. Reynolds, and he'll lay it up and in. Cameron Reynolds on the assist from Carter Sims. And don't look now. This is a four-point game. Amherst was up 13 to nothing in the first quarter. They've scored three points since then. Adelon for three. He's got it. And he's the other, he's the man that hit the other three to start this half. 19-12. Two big threes for Austin here. Just anything right now. Tino Martinez probably loves this game right now. I see he's here. Sims drives is going to draw a foul. It's going to be on Keegan Kill in his second. They and York gave Amherst their two closest games of the season. Inbounds pass. Get it to Sims. Hands it right back in the corner for Bales. Up top, he'll go to Sass. Back down on the low block to Reynolds, but that's pointless because he will not shoot that. Back out to Bales for the three. It is short, no good. Keegan Killen will pull down the rebound. Up the floor with it for South Simmons. Simmons going to attack the paint, kick it out for Killen. Keegan's not going to shoot either, so they hand it off to Hadwiger. Has some room, got Sims in the air and scores. Paige Hadwiger now with nine points in the basketball game. 21 to 12. So back-to-back buckets here to take the lead back out to nine. Now Sims drives with the left hand, no good. Ball deflected around, and it's going to be picked up off the floor by Keegan Killen. Killen with back-to-back boards up to Simmons. Everybody's a little out of system right here to use a volleyball term. I wanted to use my wrestling term coming out of the break. Will, I've seen higher scoring wrestling matches than 16 to 10 in the third period. A minute five to go. State semifinals. Elo backs down. He's going to be fouled. He got bails on his hip. And Caden with his second personal foul. Elo missed two earlier this quarter. One of four at the line. Elo's really been one of the only Broncos to drive into the lane and draw contact. Everything else has been outside or um, a contested layup. Free throw up. Short. He just looks tired. He's got to bend his knees. Yeah. I think that's what Coach Riffin's telling him right now, to slow down. Get a nice squat. You know, last time he missed his first, he overcompensated on the second, yep. and it was long. It's a final from Duluth, Minnesota. The Pittsburgh State women upset UNK 74-54 in a game they led from start to finish. Second free throw. There you go. Coachable. 22-12, and the lead now back up to 10 with 55 seconds to go here in the third quarter. With another right wing is Drew Sims. Up top, he'll get it to Jansen, who gets it to Carter. Carter off the screen. Haven't take, seen him take some long-range jumpers that are there. Strofe underneath, got tangled up, threw it over Reynolds' head, and out of bounds it goes. Third turnover here for the Trojans. 40 seconds to go here in the quarter. Amherst ate the clock in the first two quarters, and it looks like they're going to eat the clock here again in the third. All this is now, Will, is survive and advance. It's not pretty. You're not going to pretty it up in the final eight minutes. Just get out of here with a win. Yeah. If Amherst gets to 30 and wins, so be it. Any way you can do it. Semifinals, trying to make a final. It's, you know, you see a lot of these teams grind out these, you know, low-scoring, you know, five-point victories. 
Can't even make fun of Auburn this year. They're in the 50s both days. Add along with it now. Ten seconds high post. Simmons back cut. They threw it behind Elo. Turned the basketball over. Also 0 of 3 in any success. Sims throws up a running three at the horn. It's off the heel. No good. And that is the end of the third quarter of play in the 2023 C2 State Semifinals. It's the Amherst Broncos 22. The Tri-County Trojans 12. And we're back on ESPN after this timeout. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. We go to the fourth quarter. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. The ball will belong to Tri-County, trailing by 10, 22-12. But again, remember, they put up 26 points in the fourth quarter yesterday to come back and beat Donovan Trumbull and Simpson Started off with a drive to the hoop. Just a little five-footer with the left hand. No good. Carter Reeslin back in. He'll get his fifth rebound after setting a majority of the third quarter with three fouls. Bottom line here is, Will, they've scored 12 points in 24 minutes. Adelong off the screen and a three. And now they're down by more than they've scored in the game. Adelong has been huge in this second half, getting Amherst you know, back in ahead comfortably. Well, they only have one other field goal besides his three threes, and that was a Hadwiger driving bucket. Lob it inside Jansen. Back out Sass. Fakes the three. He has not had luck from three-point land here in the state tournament. Missed a ton of them yesterday, and they are 2 of 15 today, and he has not made one. Sims forces a three in the right-hand corner. It's no good. Hadwiger will bring down the rebound. Up the floor, Elo. He's going to push the pace, gets into a triple team, has to kick it back out. Adelung to Simmons. Scout runs it off the window. No good. He'll punch the rebound out of bounds, and it'll belong to Ashlyn Greenwood. Or not Ashley Green, but Tri-County. Where <laughs> what did that game are you from? calling, Doug? Where did that come from? Blue and gold. <laughs> I got the blue. And our state tournament action is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Tri-County with a basketball. Inside, going to the hoop. Jansen, it looks like Hadwiger, will be called for the foul. That'll be the first on Tage. Riesland has three. Killen has two. Don't have to worry about anybody else. On the other side, Jansen has three, and Bales has two. First free throw attempts of the game for Tri-County. Yep. So Chris Jansen to the line. 
Puts the free throw up, and it's off the heel. No good. In yesterday's game, Tri-County was 8 of 15 from the free throw line. And 6 of 12 of that was in the fourth quarter. And the second free throw now. Coming up for Jansen is on the way, and it's too strong. Rebound brought down again by Carter Riesland. 25 to 12, equaling the 13-0 start that we had in the game. And Amherst now has scored nine in a row after it got to 16-12. Adelung, top of the key, right elbow to Hadwiger. Drew Sims on him, spins on Carter, tries to fire it underneath. Tri-County got a hand on it, but Simmons is able to run it down, and they'll reset it. Six minutes to go in the game, looking for their first state final since 1987, and third all-time for Amherst. Simmons gives it out to Hadwiger. Sims on him to the free throw line. Reeson can't get it back to him. Carter might get a timeout here. Nope, he'll get it over to Adelung. Detage, deep three for Hadwiger. It's off the front of the rim, no good. Reeson got the rebound, and they're going to call him for a foul. I thought he had pretty good position. He touched the ball first. I mean, yeah, you can touch it if you shoved off, but I sure didn't think he did. And that'll be the fourth foul on Carter Reesland, and we will have a timeout on the floor by Tri-County. They will have two remaining with 5.36 to go in the state semifinals. It is Amherst 25, Tri-County 12. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. And we're back in the County Towing Repair broadcast booth bringing you the State High School semifinals from the Devaney Center in Lincoln. While Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Out of the Tri-County timeout, thinking about the three bails. He faked it. He kicked it over to Drew Sims for the three. It's short. Ball hits the floor. It's loose. It skips out of there into the hands of Carter Sims. Back to Drew for the three, and this time he got it. The fourth player to score here for Tri-County, and then trouble in the backcourt. We're going to get a steal and a foul. Wipe off the made bucket. They'll call the foul on Scout Simmons, his first, team's fifth. And I think Coach Jeremy Sims had to tell his kids, all right, boys, we've got to pick up the pace. We've got to get shots up quick, and we've got to pressure. That's our only chance to get back into this thing. 
and they started out pretty good. Drew Sims for another three. The freshman too strong. About banked it in. Hadwiger the rebound. Hadwiger is fouled. Foul is going to be on Caden Bales. That is the fourth team foul, his third. So Bales and Jansen each have three. And a reminder that our high school basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Riley Fisher in the ball game because of the four fouls on Riesland. 25-15, Amherst, five minutes to go in the contest. Simmons to throw it in, and they'll go short here to Hadwiger on Sims. Gives it right back to Scout Simmons. He's guarded one-on-one by Sass. A couple of posts really kind of going at it here. Scout underneath Hadwiger's open ball fake. Foul, score it. Foul on Cam Reynolds. He finally lost Carter Sims. Hadwiger into double digits. And the lead is 12, a chance to go back to 13. Caden Bales, four personal fouls in the game. Reynolds with two. And Hadwiger now his first free throw of the ball game. On the way, and it's good. A 12-point night so far for Tage Hadwiger. 28-15 Amherst. 4.40 to go in the game. Sims drives, dishes it underneath, and the layup is good by Chris Jansen. That seemed to work really easy the two times they've done it. That's, that's really all they've done. Yeah, that's really all, all Sims has been able to do, especially in the second half. He's got five points on the night. Field goal in the, in the uh, second and one in the third. Hadwiger gets fouled on his way to the hoop again, and it's Chris Jansen with his fourth. He got the ball on the right side of the key, and he had Sims on his right hip, so he spun towards the hoop. And the foul called on Bales, trying to come over and help. 25 and 1, the only loss to York. York is getting thrashed in the B semis, but they're there. 69 43 in the fourth quarter. Connor Milliken and Platteview putting the beat down on York. First free throw, no good. Second free throw is good. 29 17, a 12 point lead here for Amherst. And we're going to get another timeout. They only have one left now for Tri-County. So if they do mount a comeback, they won't have anything down the stretch to work with. 4.15 to go in a basketball game. It's Amherst 29, Tri-County 17. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power Products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located in Sutton. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Out of the Tri-County timeout, they'll dump it down to Jansen, get it back out top to Sims. It's three or drive, and Sims runs into a double team, kicks it back out, Sass right-hand corner, Hadwiger right on him. They'll start it over Carter Sims. Best part about this is the clock continues to run. We're under four minutes to go in the game. Sims on Riley Fisher, bounce pass down to the right block to Jansen. Turnaround jumper, comes up short. Good defense down there by Scout Simmons, and Hanwiger gets another rebound, and Simmons dribbles it into the front court. Up 12, 3.40 to go in a game. Adelung back to Simmons. Tri-County in the man-to-man. Ooh, they lob it to Hanwiger. That was kind of dangerous, and he's fouled. Ball got knocked out of his hands. Is that Bill's fifth? Depends if it's on Bales or Sims, and it is on Caden Bales, and that should be it. Caden Bales, the six-foot junior, has five points. I had him for five rebounds, and he'll foul out with 331 remaining in a basketball game. Checking in, Colton Bales, his younger brother, who comes in for the first time in a game. He's a 5'10 senior. And at the line, Tej Hadwiger. One and one, and it's good. Tej has. Five points in the quarter, 14 in the game. And now a chance to give Amherst their biggest lead of the afternoon. On the way, and it's good. A 14-point cushion for the Amherst Broncos. 31-17 after it was cut to 16-12. Bales, the younger Bales, to the younger Sims. Off to Carter. Carter turns to shoot a three, and there's two defenders, so he gives it to Little Bro. Drew fires it up, no good. Tipped into the hands of Sass by Carter Sims. Another chance here for Tri-County. Drew into the paint. He's going to take a short jumper. It hit the front of the rim. No good. Defensive board pulled down here by the Broncos. Hadwiger dribbles out of traffic. Now they've got numbers up ahead. 2-0. Elo will put it down. Eight points for Nolan Elo. 33-17. Amherst with 2.50 to go in the ball game. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Good spin move, Sims. Will he finally get one to go? No. Short again. So many of them were short today. Hadwiger with the rebound. And he gives it off to Scout Simmons. And there's really nothing Tri-County can do. You know, it's got to be the same feeling we have. Oh, they throw it away. Bales picks it off. Seventh turnover for Amherst. It's got to be the same feeling we had yesterday when Amherst was down 10 and didn't know how they'd get back in it. Sims fires a three. It's no good. Off the miss of Carter. Rebound by Hadwiger. 2-10 to go. Taze drives, kicks it into the corner to Simmons. Back out to Elo. Discussing what they want to do here. They've got all their timeouts, or excuse me, four of their timeouts if they want to use one in set strategy. Hadwiger, oh, there's a foul. Carter Sims. That will be his first of the game. And at the line will be Tej Hadwiger. 
Carter Sims is 2 of 19 from the floor. Last night, finished 12 of 21. So he takes, you know, taking a lot of shots is not unusual, but he's been short, he's been long. You know, it just hasn't been there for him. And like we said in the beginning, Tri-County goes when he goes, and they just haven't had that today. 17 points in, what, uh, 30 minutes of basketball? Yeah, Tri-County. Second free throw good. Hadwiger got them both. Big fourth quarter here for Tage. 35-17. And Amherst is going to be on their way to the state final tomorrow here on the Vibe 98-9. We'll switch that over tomorrow afternoon for you instead of ESPN. Bales in the corner. Fakes the shot. Driving Colton. Can't get it. Back up Sims. He'll take a top of the key three. It's just not going to go. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Tage with eight in the second half. Up ahead to Elo. Goes in for the layup. Got fouled. Nolan Elo with 131 to go in the game. Fouled by Colton Bales. And Elo to the line where he's two of six today. And a chance to go up by 20. First one's good. Tri-County, zero in the first, six in the second, six in the third, five here in the fourth, and Coach Jeremy Sims is going to clear the bench. And Amherst is going to do the same. Tri-County will play at 9 o'clock tomorrow in the consolation game against Hardington Cedar Catholic. The fewest points they had scored all year long were 32 in their first loss to Johnson Brock back in December. And they're barely halfway to that. Free throw up, short, no good. Rebound tipped around. Coming out of there with it for Tri-County is Dustin Kabke. And there's going to be a quick foul by Amherst to get some players in. So Cooper Trampy is in. Tyler Jones is in. Jesse Tesmer has checked in, as has Kobe Jones. And finally, Braylon Russell to complete the five on the floor here for the last 90 seconds for the Amherst Broncos. High school basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Taden Gronemeyer has it for Tri-County. Up top to Pierce Damro. He'll hand it off here to John Worman. Back over to Bales. Bales from the free throw line, hits it. Colton Bales able to get a bucket. 36-19. One minute to go. Amherst up top. With it is Trampy. Tesmer. Tesmer back up to the center circle to Russell. See if one of our second teamers can get their name in the state tournament scorebook after not getting a chance to play yesterday. Kyler Jones to the right elbow. Jesse Tesmer. Ball gets knocked away. It goes through the legs of three players and out of bounds. Off of Amherst. Can you believe Tri-County only has three turnovers? They've yeah. just been ice cold. Yeah. Three turnovers is all. That wasn't the problem. Amherst, they got them for eight. They only had two in the first half. Tri-County will be 24-5. and five. The Broncos 26-1. and one. And the Bronco fans, another night of fun in Lincoln as the driving shot is no good. Rebound to Kyler Jones. Kyler puts his head down, makes the pass into the corner to Kobe Jones. Back out top with 15 seconds. Tesmer looks for a back cut. Got it to Cooper Trampy. Trampy drives, puts it off the window. No good. Rebound into the corner. Kicked out of bounds off of Amherst. 
And the Amherst student body is correct. They are going to the state finals. Six seconds to go, and Tri-County's just going to dribble it up the floor and not take a shot. Held to 19 points, and Team Slink has accomplished one of their goals to play for a state championship. And Talon Trappy is smiling down from above as Amherst shuts down Tri-County with their lowest point total of the year, but it's enough to win by 17. Amherst, 36, and Tri-County, 19. Don't forget, coming up at 6 o'clock, SEM against Wynott in the D2's first semifinal. Then at 7.45, Shelton and Parkview Christian in the second D2 semifinal. And those games will be on the Vibe 98-9. And we'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Are you ready for $0 cost individual employee health insurance? How about company paid life insurance? What about on-the-job paid training? Become part of the Landmark Difference today. Join Landmark Implement, your local John Deere dealer, at our upcoming career fairs. Chat one-on-one with our team to hear what it's really like to work with us. Career fairs will be held at Landmark locations March 14th in Fairfield, March 16th in Hebron, March 21st in Holdridge, and March 22nd in Marysville, Kansas, and March 23rd in Beatrice, Nebraska. See more details at www.landmark.careers. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. And it is time for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Amherst, 36. Tri-County, 19. Doug Duda again with Will Reynolds of the Hastings Trib. Will, if you would have told Jeremy Sims, the head coach of the Trojans, that Amherst scored 36 points I would have thought he would have thought they would have won the game. I completely agree with you. You hold a team as uh, as efficient as Amherst is, you know, oftentimes to, to that mark. Uh, that's probably a game you should win, but when your star player goes 2 for 20 from the field and you only uh, shoot 8 for 45 on the game, that's not going to get it done for you here, especially in the state semifinals. Yeah, yeah, it happens a lot but that's because of the competition you're playing that you kind of leave here going, man, we just played our worst game of the year. Well, when you're 24-5 and five like Tri-County, you probably played 24 wins. You're going to think, yeah, we weren't perfect, but we won them. Your crowd's not leaving going, man, that was our worst game of the year. That's not what they're thinking. But 
tonight. It happens so often at the state tournament because of the competition that you run into. Yeah. Amherst is obviously a very formidable opponent. Tri-County, you know, same way. I mean, both these teams deserve to be here, and they showed that through their, their quarterfinal round yesterday. But, you know, we, we saw some fatigue at times. You know, maybe that was Carter Sims' issue tonight for Tri-County to, to finish the way he did, and we saw that out of Amherst as well. But, you know, in that second half, Austin Adelung, some huge buckets for Amherst. You know, Tej Hadwiger, uh, a guy who's been here and been in, in these moments, he finishes strong to lead the team with 17 points. So some, just some big moments, uh, big outings from some, some experienced players of Amherst, and they're going to their first final since 1987. And again, Amherst, only four players scored in the basketball game today, and Scout Simmons had a free throw. <laughs> so Austin stepped it up there, as you, as you mentioned, and the fans uh, continuing to clear out here, and uh, the next session will get underway. At 6 o'clock, so we do have a little bit of time, but we want to take a look at the stats and should have a chance to catch up with Coach Eric Rippon before we leave you. And again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Thanks for being a part of uh, our coverage of the state basketball tournament brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. They sponsor our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month, who this month is Tori Sklenar of Ravenna and Nick Keene of Kennesaw. And we've had uh, many from Amherst in the past. Hannah Herrick was just last month. Our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to ESPNSuperstation.com where you can nominate your favorite athlete, one boy, one girl winner, each and every month. First off, for Tri-County, it was Carter Sims held to five points, 30 yesterday, averages over 18, five points, four rebounds and a block. Caden Bales, five points, five rebounds, fouled out with 3.31 to go. Braden Strofe, one rebound. Cam Reynolds, two points and a rebound. Drew Sims had a three-point bucket in the fourth quarter. Andrew Sass, five rebounds. Chris Jansen, two points, three rebounds, and a block shot. Colton Bales got the last bucket for two points, and Dustin Kapke had a rebound. They did not score until the 328 mark of the second quarter. Six points in the first half, 13 in the second, and Tri-County finishes with 19 points, 20 rebounds. 0 of 2 at the free throw line, 3 of 22 from three-point land, two blocks, three turnovers. Tri-County 24 and 5 on the season. They'll play Hardington Cedar Catholic tomorrow in the first consolation game, which is at 9 a.m. And this week, the consolation games are played at Lincoln Southeast. For the Amherst Broncos, Austin Adelung, all three threes in the second half, nine points, two rebounds. Nolan Elo, nine points after the 23-point effort yesterday, five rebounds. Riley Fisher, a rebound. Keegan Killen, two rebounds. Carter Riesland, six boards. Kyler Jones, a rebound. Scout Simmons, 1.3 rebounds. And Tage Hadwiger did the majority of the damage today, not only guarding Carter Sims, but pouring in a game-high 17 points, a game-high nine rebounds, and two block shots. 13 points in the first half, 23 in the second. And the Broncos, 36 points, 29 rebounds, 10 out of 17 at the free throw line, 4 of 15 from three-point land. Both blocks were Hadwigers and eight turnovers. Some are weird numbers, but in the end, all that matters is that Amherst is 26-1 and on the season with a 36-19 win over Tri-County and will advance to the state championship game for the first time in 30 40 years? 40 years? Gosh, are we that old? No, we're not that 36 old. 36 years. 87. Yeah, it'll be 36 years since 1987. Quick math 
Not my strong point, apparently, today. We'll be back with more and hopefully a chance to chat with the coach, Eric Rippin, right after this on the New West postgame show here on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Doug Will Reynolds back with you here at the Devaney Center going into our Last break of the day, but the first of our triple headers, and it's Amherst, first game of our triple header. Amherst getting the win, 36-19 to in Class B. It was Platteview all over York today by a score of 80-54. to So both teams had a little work to do in their first two rounds, but uh, now Scott and Platteview come through as expected, the uh, first two seeds uh, to uh, get through Connor Milliken, Looking for, I don't see what he actually had in the game. I know he had, he had 31, 31 in the ball game for Connor Milliken, the uh, state's second all-time leading scorer behind the late, great Bill Holiday. Again, we mentioned that when it happened, but I uh, hope a lot of folks are thinking about Bill for this state basketball tournament this week who passed away uh, here during the basketball season. Uh, a couple other things that we want to tell you about as Coach Rippin still uh, getting some other interviews done right now. What has happened already today? Freeman here in Class C2 defeated Hardington Cedar Catholic 63-45. to uh, 45. And they will play Amherst tomorrow at 415 on the Vibe, while Cedar Catholic will play Tri-County at Lincoln Southeast. North Platte State Pats beat Dundee County 43-40. Johnson Brock came back to beat Maywood Hayes Center 48-40 in the D1 semifinals. They'll start the day tomorrow at 9 a.m. Auburn beats Omaha Concordia at the state tournament for the third consecutive year, 54-53. They'll play Ashland Greenwood, who shut down Ogallala by a score of 50-20. And this will be a rematch of last year where Ashland Greenwood beat Auburn in the finals by three. And as we said, Scott beat Crete 57-55. They'll get Platteview tomorrow at 1 o'clock. At Pinnacle Bank tonight in Class A, it'll be Bellevue West against Omaha West Side at 6, Millard North and Gretna at 7.45. And here on the Devaney Center floor on the Vibe 98.9, why not SEM at 6, Shelton and Parkview Christian 
at 745. We'll take one more break and run down the coach back after this here on ESPN. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And back here on the New West Post Game Show with the victorious head coach of the Amherst Broncos, Eric Rippon. And, Coach, sometimes it doesn't matter how you get it done, you get it done. It was a, a definitely different type of ball game. Could you have expected to play uh, this type of ball game here today? You know, we don't find ourselves in match, you know, in, in games like this very often. Honestly, we, we kind of laugh at some scores, you know, what our halftime score was because it's like, man, that's just – it can't be very fun, and I'm sure for our fans it wasn't the funnest, you know, game for a little while. But, um, you know, whatever it takes to takes to get it done, we'll do. And, um, you know, our defense was just lights out today, and that really caused them to kind of grind some clock on, on their offensive end. And um, we were a little bit sloppy and I think kind of, you know, wasted some possessions. And we really had to grind out a couple possessions, you know, and that's kind of just the way it goes, you know. But um, shows that we can get it done in different type of, you know, of uh, a pace of a game. When did you just kind of realize that, okay, this is the way it's going to be? I mean, you jump out 11 nothing, 13 nothing, and then you're stuck there, and you have your, uh, kind of like yesterday, I guess, you have that offensive lull, and all of a sudden it seems like you're in control of the game, and it gets to be 16-12 to 12 midway through the third quarter, and all of a sudden it's a four-point game where a couple of threes change things, and a couple of threes did change things. Austin knocked them down. I mean, there's not a lot of over-the-top stuff we can talk about offensively here, but that's one. Yeah, um, you know, and I just went, we went into halftime, and we, you know, we had a three-point second quarter, and I go, guys, if we want to play for a state championship tomorrow, we cannot have a three-point quarter. Um, that's just not the way we are. We've got to, you know, I thought we settled on offense a little bit in that second quarter. Um, you know, when shots aren't going down, we've got to find ways to get to the hoop and be strong when we get there and finish or get to the free throw and find ways to, um, you know, really create some offense. Um, but we were, you know, we were wasting a lot of energy on defense, and we knew it was going to be tough. But um, And then Austin, we just had to find ways to get him going. And, um, again, we told him to just stay with it, stay confident your time. You know, your shot's going to come. And he couldn't have hit a bigger shot to start us off in that third quarter, and then that kind of just opened up the hoop for him, and then Tage just kind of brought it. Uh, Tage finishes off with 17 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, again, we kind of talked about Tri-County only had three turnovers. You're used to 
forcing those and getting some runouts, getting some some transitions. It just wasn't that style of basketball game. Okay, you're in the state championship. That was the goal of this team. And uh, now you get Freeman, a team that you beat in the first round last year. How different is this Freeman ball club? We talked about it yesterday with Norfolk Catholic, so how <laughs> different is Freeman? Uh, yeah, you know, obviously Carter Roos is, is a stud, flat out. I mean, that kid can score it, and he can score it really well. Um, Vitrosky's a heck of a point guard who really handles things, and he's tough going to the hoop. Um, and then they got some role players that have really, really improved from last year. You know, they can score the ball a little bit better. They're not such, you know, kind of two, three guys to get it done. They have multiple guys that are out there that are confident and um, different things. But I think, um, you know, it could be another game like today where their defense is going to be really good. Our defense is going to have to be good um, and different things. But, um, again, we're playing for a state championship. Everything's out the window. Um, You know, that should be all we need to tell the boys going into the game tomorrow is, you know, that should get you going. You you know, your your legs shouldn't be tired, nothing. You're just playing. You have one game left for the rest of the season, one goal, um, and we've just got to want to cut down nets more than them. Well, uh, because of the way the format is, uh, we'll get to talk before the game tomorrow, but we won't get to talk after the game in a post-game setting because that's the way it works at the state championship game. So I'll uh, just have one more kind of question that this continues to be asked over the last three years. You guys have been uh, trying to get teams linked to the Pinnacle Bank Arena, and you've done it. Yeah, I mean, um, again, like I told I told Talon when he was an eighth grader, I looked at him and scouting this group, and I said, you guys, we're going to win a state championship with you guys. Um, and if he was here, there's no question in my mind, we are cutting down nets tomorrow. Um, but the nice thing is, is he is still with us. He is going to be there for us. And, you know, for the last three years, we've really wanted to get that opportunity to try. And we've got him down to Lincoln, and now we said we were going to get him to Pinnacle Bank and get an opportunity. And um, we're going to give it everything we got tomorrow for him um, and for the community and different things. But, man, it's it's exciting, and I can't wait to go out there and see how the boys react and really, really play for him. You know, again, we wanted to get it done for him, and, and we're going to do it. We're going to get it done. Take a minute to enjoy it all tomorrow before it tips off. All right, I'll see you Saturday. Definitely. Thank you, Doug. Coach Eric Rippon, as they are headed to the state championship for the third time in Amherst Bronco history with a final score of 36-19. to We will be with you tomorrow. Again, because that is kind of pushback, we should start on time tomorrow. Uh, they go 9-11-1, and that gives you a little buffer zone to go 4-15, 6-15, and 8-15. We hope to have... One, if not both, of SEM and Shelton playing in that game uh, tomorrow at 8.15. So we'll see how it all plays out. Will, uh, last thoughts before we wrap it up. Yeah, just uh, a super impressive effort by Amherst to win the way they did, to shut down Carter Sims the way they did, uh, held him to five points. That was the first thing that, that Coach Rippin just pointed at when he sat down with you was uh, was that five next to Sims' number or, or Sims' name. So uh, just a, an impressive win, you know, showing they can do it you know, either way with, you know, with the overtime game yesterday, out physicaling um, uh, Norfolk Catholic in their, in their uh, opener and then, um, you know, kind of grinding one out here with Tri-County. So uh, congrats to the Broncos, and uh, we'll see what they can do tomorrow uh, for the first time in 36 years. Big Ten basketball coming up here again. It should fire off your way at about 5.15. The 5.30 tip-off is uh, coming up between Northwestern and Penn State, followed by Indiana and Maryland just after 8 o'clock tonight. Already today, Purdue has advanced on with uh, their comeback win over Rutgers and Ohio State upset Michigan State 68 
to uh, 58, and the UNK women eliminated in the first round of the NCAA tournament by a score of 74-54 to 54 today against Pittsburgh State. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Amherst, in the lowest scoring game of the year, defeats Tri-County 36-19. They'll play Freeman tomorrow, 4-15, for the state championship at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back at 6 on the Vibe 98.9. State Tournament Basketball on News Channel Nebraska Radio has been brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Channel Nebraska Sports.